Today is all about our book episode. Boy, did you know, Sensei Jim, that it has taken us six months to read this book? (laughs) This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Wildcat Dojo Conversations. I'm Sensei Michelle. And I'm Sensei Jackie. And today we're without Landon. That's right. He's off doing something, but big news. Not only do we have our book correspondent, Sensei Jim, with us. Welcome back, Sensei. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, I interrupted. Uh, I was saying we're adding another voice to our book episodes, Sensei Tracy. Hi, Sensei Tracy. Hi, everyone. Thank you both for being on today. Of course, Sensei. It's great to be here. I'm psyched to be here, too. Thanks for having me. I'm actually a little excited, too. I wonder if Landon will be sad that he missed it. I bet he will. He will, for sure. He likes to be everywhere, but he's very busy with all of his extracurricular activities right now. I believe, and I'm not positive, that he is half a year away from high school. Yes, he is. That is correct. That's scary, right? It is. I know. Wow. Well, you know what, Sensei? I'm excited about today, and I think that you have a plan to put a few links to Sensei Tracy and Sensei Jim's old episodes on uh, our notes somewhere, don't you? That's true. But today is all about our book episode. Boy, did you know, Sensei Jim, that it has taken us six months to read this book? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I know. We are slow. But persistent, and I love persistence, so I'm going to say yay to us. We started this project way back in July. Wow. I know. All right. I'm going to begin by saying the name of the book was and is Living the Marshall Way, and it's written by Forrest E. Morgan. So, Sensei Jim, start us out with telling the audience what the book is actually about, like the whole book. Okay. I would say it's a guide to living your life as a warrior in modern times in our society. I like that. I'm going to add one man's opinion. That's for sure. Can I I add that? Oh, yes, absolutely. You're too mad at me? It's his opinion, what he thinks the way to live as a warrior is. And it's a very well thought out book, I think. Well, we said in in episodes past, he had a great editor. And Sensei Tracy, you can relate to that. No, absolutely. Not an easy job because this is a huge book covering a lot of topics. Yes. So to actually narrow down what you want to say, it's it's not easy. I agree with that. Me too. He did divide the book into three parts, and there'll be links to the other two parts if you guys want to go back. A spoiler alert, the middle part was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that he spent 20, 30 years as a martial artist, and this was the culmination of his thoughts of training and what it helped him become. Sounds good. That's a a very good point, Sensei. And I do think that because uh, Forrest Morgan was a major and still in the military at that time, the style of his writing comes across and that he's a very organized military type man. I 100% agree with that. By the way, she was raised by a military dad. (laughs) So that is, I can see how she picked up on that. Can't you guys? Absolutely. And if you listeners notice that we have our little, our own little rat-a-tat-tat behind us, that's <laughs> little dog claws on a tile and a wooden floor, and we are keeping it in. So we hope that it doesn't bother your ears. Having said that, I'm going to 
keep it going, okay? Yes. I didn't love this book, Sensei Jim. I didn't dislike okay. it. There was a lot to be learned, and I will for sure copy the glossary. The glossary oh. is a keeper. It's excellent, yes. It's worth anybody's time. But I'm willing to give my book away. So if you are out there and you're interested in taking this book and reading it, hey, get in touch. And somehow we'll make that happen. Anybody else want to volunteer? I will uh, give up my book, but I might keep the glossary. Are you going to tear the pages out? I'm just going to copy the pages. <laughs> Don't take her book if she tears the pages out. I said I borrowed your books. So oh. No, well, I'm, it's yours now. Well, I'm keeping mine. I no, liked I, it. <laughs> so for Sensei Jim, you have to go talk to him personally and borrow it, sign it out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want any of our books, get in touch with me. We are all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. If you add .com, that's our webpage. Where, by the way, you can click on the Wildcat Dojo Conversations link and listen to all our episodes. And if you do Wildcat Dojo Conversations, you're at our Instagram page. That's right. And if you're like me and still email, you can write dojoconversations at aol.com. Thank you. Thank you for reminding them. Okay. So we read the third part of the book. And Sensei Jim, what was that third part called? It is called The Way of Living, Sensei. Us. And of course, within that third part, there were chapters, right? Yes. It was a long book. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's round robin some of the chapter content. Start us out, Sensei Jim. Us. I'll start with the fitness aspect. And then there's a little rant about religion and mysticism. That did happen. And he talks about the character of the warrior as he sees it. And he ends with what mastery means to him. Boy, that's a lot. Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm going to start like I did the other two parts of this with what was not our favorite thing, if there is anything, about part three. And Sensei Tracy, you're going to start me out. Absolutely. I thought the whole section on religion didn't need to be in the book. It, um, there are inaccuracies in it. it um, it's outdated, I think, compared to what most people think nowadays. And um, it was just so much his personal opinion that I, I don't think it applied. I also really disliked the fact that he says a couple of times, and I, and I can't remember exactly how he stated it, but basically that people who are warriors are better than everyone else. Us. Are superior. Yeah. Us. I 100% agree with you. He had like a whole thing going there, right? Exactly. I actually wrote that on page 203, he wrote that certain karate people are lazy. <laughs> and I just think that's a way too judgmental yes. for one person to say about another person who you've never met. I agree. Mm. I mean, if he was talking about somebody from his dojo, then that's not my business. But I well, felt insulted about it, right? Absolutely. Yes. Anybody else? Sensei Jackie? I think Sensei Jim had something he wanted to say. Well, I like again, I really liked the book, but I agree with Sensei Tracy about the part on religion and cults and stuff that was a bit outdated. But other than that, I, I think there's a lot of information in this last chapter or this last section of the book. Well, because this book was written in the early 90s and we've changed a lot in our uh, style of living since then, I feel that the tone of the book was dated and that there's less of an inclusion about women and that there was a, not an attitude of male superiority, but an attitude of Forrest E. Morgan superiority that came through, especially in that section on the, um, 
the, the religion and mysticism. I felt that that could have been an introduction to Eastern religions if he had wanted it, but it didn't really fit in this book. It was too much of a filler. Hmm. You know what? Up until she said that, I didn't really notice how he left women out. <laughs> he sure mm. did, though. <laughs> and, yeah. and since this podcast is three women and, and poor Sensei Jim, <laughs> we are completely insulted, are we not? <laughs> Absolutely. I noticed it as well, Sensei, you know, reading it the second time. Ah. First time I read it, I didn't really notice that. But, you know, the second time I did, there was a lack of uh, women in it. Okay, let's redeem ourselves women. by telling things that we do like. And I think Sensei Jackie's going to start us out. Because there was a lot of good stuff in this book. And there was a lot of good stuff in this part. Oh, yes. And there was one thing that I didn't know anything about, but I want to find out more about. And it's called Shibumi, which does sound like an old um, 50s doo-wop song. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's right. It's the first thing that came in my mind. <laughs> shaboom, shaboom. <laughs> anyway. Okay, stop. Um, and, and Shibumi means, according to uh, Mr. Morgan, to pare away everything in your technique, your conduct, and your manner that is imperfect or superfluous. What is left is simple, elegant, and dignified. Wow. And that I really want to know more about. And Sensei Tracy, weren't you on the Wabi Sabi episode? Yes. 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 This fits so well with that. Yes, it does. It does. It really Mm -hmm. does. And actually, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, it reminded me, um, there's a fiction book called Shibumi, a a really large novel. And it made me want to go back and reread Shibumi because I think- that's why I first was introduced to the concept. And, it, and it, it is something to aspire to, I think. It is a good book. I've read that one. Hey, maybe, I mean, maybe we should try to read it, but we're very slow readers. Okay, we'll talk about it privately and not on the air. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to it. Go for it, Trace. I really liked the way he talked about how a warrior should, should appear, meaning like your posture and the confidence and how you carry yourself. I remember going into the dojo before I was a student when my daughter was and looking at all of the senseis and and everyone did. The black belts did carry themselves with this demeanor that I aspired to. And I'm not even sure if I have it now. (laughs) That is adorable, but I am sure you do. And I like that part. And I think you did too, Sensei Jim, right? Oh, I did. Absolutely. And I also liked uh, the beginning section on fitness where he talked about the different kinds of stretching he talked about the best way to achieve warrior fitness is to actually train in your art relentlessly. And the more you do it, the stronger and, and better you're going to be. Well, that segue is good to mind, Sensei Jim, because I love that on page 217, he advocates making kata part of your daily workout. And I love mm-hmm. that. Yes, That's one yes. thing that I do because kata is just such a, a really good way to bring your mind out of the ordinary and into the extraordinary just for that 90 seconds. Oh. And it kind of fits good in all three, the beginning, the middle, or the end of a workout. Don't you guys agree? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, Sensei. And hopefully that by the end of the workout, my stances are a little deeper than they, <laughs> than they were at the beginning of my workout. <laughs> good one. That was a good one. Okay. I'm glad we all found a lot of good stuff because even though he is very opinionated. Yes. And maybe a little too long-winded. And I do see the irony of me saying that. (laughs) He had a lot of content in there for anybody who wants to continue to grow in the way of karate. Wouldn't you guys agree? I would. And I I will say it's always easier to tear something down than it is to build something up 
And I have so much respect for someone who has done this much work to put together a manual for someone. Exactly. And we have all produced things, all four of us, from a simple culinary event. And I realized that I could have taken the word simple out to writing projects, to karate events. And it is massive, massive undertaking to put something together. So kudos to you, Mr. Morgan, for your effort and your hard work. And that's a wonderful way for us to segue into quoting Mr. Morgan himself and or different parts of the book. I don't know who's starting me out on this one. I'll take it, Sensei. Perfect. Uh, on page 251, Mr. Morgan quotes Bouguet master Frederick Loveret, and he explained most eloquently, the goal of a school is to teach a person new things. The goal of a dojo is to transform the person into something new. A school teaches how to kill. A dojo teaches how to die. The member of a dojo does not think about fighting. Neither does he think about not fighting. He tries to go beyond this level and comprehend the very essence of conflict. The reason I like this quote so much is because our master, Master Collegian, uh, had said this many times to me. I agree. I, I even made awesome. a note of it to all of us, right? Yes. Yes. So our, it pulled on our heartstrings when we saw Mr. Morgan steal it from him. <laughs> How dare he? Yes. And for those ah. of you who are not real familiar with Master Collegian, he was a prolific writer, but he was not a prolific reader. I often nice. wonder where he, how these things came inside of his head, but they did. And it was a miraculous thing to witness. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who, who's up? Me. So my favorite quote in the book was, personal power is quite simply the force that results from freeing yourself from fear of failure, no matter what the consequences. Oh, I do like mm -hmm. that one. That's a great quote. And it goes with the story that I loved from the book about the tea master and the Ronin. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. that was a good one. Oh, you guys should read the book just to hear that story. I think we'll leave them on a cliffhanger and not tell them how it turns out. I, I think <laughs> that's great. But that made an impression on me. Okay, yes. if you write us, we'll tell you how it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sensei Jackie. My quote is, um, is Major Morgan quoting Lao Tzu. And he said that learning to fight is always a secondary aim to developing moral character. Wow. Mm, I love I that. I didn't remember that one. I love that, though. And that's by the author of The Art of War. Yes. Way to go. Okay, I'm going for a quote from Mr. Morgan himself. If you listen to other book episodes, you heard me say how cool it was to catch on to the relationship between the words aki, which means harmony, and kiai, which means spirit yell. They're the same word inside out. Yes. A-I-K-I, and then K-I-A-I, -I, and that's even hard to say. So you might want to write that one down and then look at it. Well, at the end of the book, he says, and I'm quoting, accessing your aki and ki gives you the resources to either harmonize with your opponent's spirits or crush them. It's a great quote. I love the concept. That's very cool. And what page was that on, Sensei? It's on page 296, and I think it's the second paragraph. Oh, yes. So. Mr. Morgan did a great job of creating a manual for people to reference over and over again in their training lifetime, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes. So we want to thank Mr. Morgan for all of that hard work, right? Absolutely. Yes. I think we already told people how to get in touch with us, so let's do our ad, Jackie. Honor Athletics, Athletics of, of course. course. 
Please get in touch with Cynthia for all your martial arts and more needs. You can, at the web, go to honor-athletics.com. Or just scroll down to my notes and I pin her website to the bottom of my show notes. Yes. You can also reach her at 770-945-5150. And don't forget to mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. And on that note, it's time for me to say thank you. I'm going to start with you, Sensei Jim. Thank you for being the Landon-appointed book correspondent. Oh, you're welcome, Sensei. Thanks for having me. It was great. We love having you. And Sensei Tracy, you know, now you're also on book episodes. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you know, I love all things book related. I know you do. I could fill that in with like seven things because you also have your own web presence on many culinary things. Yes, Where can they find is. you for that? Uh, Tracy, T-R-A-C-E-Y dot Broussard, B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D on Instagram or thebigeasycook.com. Ooh, cool. And awesome. I can recommend TheBigEasyCook.com, the pictures, the recipes, the stories. Aww. It's so much fun. Check it out, <laughs> folks. So not only is she a martial artist, not only is she a book connoisseur, but she's also a food connoisseur and, I'm going to say, very controlled, a drink connoisseur. Yeah, Sensei. And actually, I, I, I don't drink every day. I know people think, <laughs> oh, she's an alcoholic, but no. <laughs> It people sure really, looks like it. No. <laughs> people kept asking me. So all her drinks that she makes, they're so cool though, right? Thank you. Thank you. They really are. And Sensei Jackie, we're glad we're here too. <laughs> we made it. We're glad to be here. It was a fun day. And uh, I love when we have guests that have a great sense of humor. So thanks to you too. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, you. guys, give Thank us you, feedback Sensei. on these book episodes. Let us know if you want us to do more of them. This is Sensei Jackie saying goodbye. See you next week. So we have a little bit of listener mail today. And this is from Jennifer. I think she's in Tennessee. And she wrote, I've been catching up on old episodes. And I heard the episode about memories of Master Collegian. That was nice. I remember once that Master Brown, Master Collegian, and I went to the West Coast for a Shi'i. Of course, Master Collegian wanted to drive. I ended up on the floor of the truck by the time we arrived. We can relate to that. <laughs> a few years later, after I'd left training, I ran into Master Collegian in a CVS, and he remembered me. That, too, was nice. And he was good that way. He was very good with faces, right, Sensei Jackie? Oh, yes, he was. Thanks, Jennifer, for the feedback. And I'm Sensei Michelle, signing out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.